Hey everybody, it's Shauna and I am here with a very special episode for you tonight of something I like to call Shauna's Spooky Stories and this is a Patreon extra that all of our stragglers over on Patreon get where I talk to you about things that I find interesting, spooky. A lot of times it happens to be a haunted thing that I have personal experience with. But tonight, in the spirit of the season, I am talking to you guys about Gryla and the Yule Lads. Who's Gryla and the Yule Lads, you may ask? Well, hold on to your butts, folks, because you're about to find out. By fire and air, water and earth, we call ye forth to the place of power in the north. Black spirits and white, red spirits and gray, we summon thee to wine spirits and witches this day. Welcome to Wine Spirits and Witches presents Shauna's Spooky Stories. And we are here with a spooky story for you today uh, that is seasonally appropriate, I'll say. Um, it's definitely for the winter tide. Uh, we are going to explore today some Icelandic Christmas folklore. And this was inspired from. Well, yeah, I guess this is what inspired me. I was watching The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of you guys have watched it. And what you'll tend to notice is that they, like, start with something accurate. Like, they will have done enough research to get the names of, like, obscure deities or something like that. And then completely fucking butcher the rest of it, right? Um, but that's okay because it's still really interesting and in in this case it got me thinking I started thinking about the Christmas episode that they did in season one or the Yule episode I should say which had a lot of different Yule uh inspired things in there like we talked they talked about the Yule log and all these other things of course a lot of it is um half truths or like kind of like very inaccurate but that's fine because it's fiction and it was enjoyable to watch but what um got me thinking from that was in that episode one of like the main issues which I will say I went back and rewatched it before recording this and I realized how <laughs> how problematic that whole episode was like there was so much going on there but um we're focusing on the Spellman's problem of that episode which was dealing with Gryla and the Yule Lads so to kind of look a little bit at that and you know spoiler alerts if you guys haven't seen that please go check it out it's definitely worth a watch but um basically in the show they say like you have to keep your yule log lit all night long on yules on the night of yule because it's um the day that the veil between worlds is thinnest which we know isn't true we know that's on Samhain um but basically that the yule log was Sam Hain that we know that yule was supposed to keep um I'm sorry the yule log was supposed to keep like evil spirits out of the house on Yule night that's what they're talking about in the show and so at one point their Yule log is extinguished at which point the Yule lads infiltrate their house and then they just proceed to wreak havoc and Aunt Zelda needs to go and call Gryla, who is the Yule Lad's mom, to come get them. And then kind of chaos ensues from there. But so that got me thinking, like, who actually is Gryla and who is the Yule Lads and stuff like that? And that's what I'm here to kind of talk about. So 
in the show, they said that Gryla was a man hater because her husband left her and that um, she made this pact with some other witch when they were starving and that she was going to, that they were going to eat their children together, like just to like stay alive. So Gryla went first, made her kid and then the other witch betrayed her. Uh, and so because of that, Gryla kind of just like went around the world collecting orphan kids, basically, or just any kids that she could snatch up. Um, and that that's what the TV show said. So I'm here to kind of talk a little bit more about who Gryla really was and that lore. So Gryla is part of Icelandic folklore and the Yule Lats are in fact her children. So that part is correct as far as what the show got. But Gryla is, while still evil, um, I think she's actually a lot cooler in the show than she is according to like the Icelandic folklore because she is like evil as fuck. And first of all, she's not a man hater. She's just ran through a bunch of husbands and now she has her current husband. And I'm just going to be straight out with you guys. Like these names are really hard to pronounce and you guys know how bad I am at pronouncing things. So I'm not even going to try. So we're just going to call him Gryla's husband for the sake of the show. But, um, no, I'm okay. Hard pass. But, um, her, her husband doesn't really have much of an active role in this. I just wanted to bring him up because the show says that, like, she's this man hater because her husband left her and he's her most recent husband. So she has had previous marriages. I don't know how or why they ended. Um, but he kind of just stays home all day. He just chills, like, in his cave. Um, according to some legends, he's really lazy. And others, they kind of say that he's, like, a little beaten down and probably terrified of her. So that's why he's a little bit more meek. But that's about, like, the extent of, like, where he kind of plays into things. She does have a gang of children from previous marriages. 72 from what I hear. 72? Total? That bitch was busy busy so she's had 72 kids total the yule lads i believe are just 13 and i don't know if they're just like her favorite kids of this collection or if they are the ones that were like that she's had with her recent husband but um she does have the yule lads but there's like just like a whole fucking mess of them outside of that the, the yule lads are a select few um and she doesn't just go around collecting orphans and stuff like that because she like loves children or is obsessed with them i mean She's got fucking enough of her own. So I just, if you have 72, like why on fucking earth would you need to try and get more? Right. But, um, what she does do is she kicks it in her cave because they live in a cave in like the hills, mountains, not hills, mountains. Anyway, they're in the mountains of Iceland in, the, in a cave and she just kind of kicks it all year long and like just collects gossip on naughty children. And, like, how she gets this, I don't know. Like, is she just, like, stalking their Instagrams? Like, what is it? Um, but she gets this gossip all year long about these asshole kids. And she just, like, puts them on her naughty list. But her naughty list is, like, more of, like, a cookbook. Because then once winter hits, she descends from the mountains. And she starts going into these towns, tracking down these little asshole kids. And she eats them. She usually just doesn't eat them like raw like that. Like it's not kids sushi. She throws them in a sack because like Santa or Krampus or anything else, there has to be a sack, right? So she throws them in a sack and takes them back home. And she usually makes them into this stew. Um, and the th 
crazy thing is so she doesn't just do it alone like she has her accomplices and not or her accomplice which is not the yule lads they wreak their own havoc um she has the yule cat so basically she lives in this fucking cave with her lazy ass husband and her asshole kids collecting all of this gossip and juicy ass tea on these asshole children from the village below and then her and her psychotic ass cat just like plot on like coming and like eating these children and kidnapping them do you know what the actual name for the cat is no idea do you want to try and give it a crack i want you to try and give it a crack. oh man Okay, well, while Ricky finds the name of the the Yule Cat for me, I, like, purposely just kind of glanced over all those. But, so, while Gryla specifically eats naughty kids, the Yule Cat uh, is less picky. Better known as as Jola Coterin? Jola Coterin? Jola Coterin. No, that's more... This Ricky being ignorant and maybe offensive to someone yeah, in there. Well, Joe Lacoderin. We're just gonna keep calling calling Joe Lacoderin Yule Cat. Um, the Yule Cat doesn't just eat naughty kids. The Yule Cat will fucking eat you if you did not get new clothes for Christmas. Or work hard. Or work hard. Because that's not something that's developed to intimidate people at all. But okay. There are different things that have been said about trying to. Yeah, you had to get new clothing. But there are things, at least one item. Like, you know, Dobby got his sock. Yeah, it could have. But that wasn't new. But I mean, Dobby did get some really good socks after that. There you go. So you can go thrifting for it. See, I think that that makes sense because like when you go to like give kids underwear for Christmas, you can be like, yo, I just made sure that the Yule Cat didn't come and eat your ass. So just shut up and say thank you for your fucking chonies. Well, clothes in general, because what kind of kid wants clothes like when you could get it? Exactly. So this is exactly why you say that the Yule Cat's going to fucking eat them. You'd be like, look, dude, I just covered all your bases. Like, here's your socks. Here's your new sweater. Shut up. Now, like, no one's going to eat you for another year unless you're an asshole, in which case Gryla's still going to come and fucking eat you. You know? So there is that. Um, In the show, kind of going back to that, they had Gryla as, like, this witch, and she was just pretty, you know? But, I mean, like, it's TV. Like, I feel like everyone kind of has to be pretty. But Gryla was, isn't a witch, nor is she pretty. She's a giant. And, like, so I read things that say that she's a giant, but I've also read things that said that she's a troll. So can you just be a giant troll? I mean, I always just kind of assume that giant that troll's really big anyway. But um, all the depictions of her are pretty pretty horrendous troll or ogre ogre she i've never read anything that said she's an ogre this website that i happen to be looking says that she's an ogre ogre. okay well the whole thing here is that she's she's uh, no she's not shrek she's gryla so you know to shrek eat children they could be they could be that could be like her second cousin you don't know that yeah Yeah. his Icelandic cousin. Mm-hmm. They could be related by some of her 72 children. So, but I guess my point is, is that she wasn't a witch. She's um, a troll and her, her like lore never really got 
softened up. Like when we look at the Yule ads, we're going to kind of see that they over time got a little bit softer as far as um, like their stories go and stuff so that they aren't as like terrifying and stuff. They're still scary or at the very least like just, you know, stirring the shit pot. But Gryla has always just been evil and scary and that's never really changed. So let's talk about the Yule Lads now. The Yule Lads are 13 of Gryla's children. Again, I don't know if they're her favorite or the ones that she's just had with her uh, most current husband. But basically the whole shtick with these guys is they're basically like Christmas tricksters. Now, back in the day, they were a lot more evil. And over time, that image has been softened up. Um, I think in some renditions now, they even say like, you know that they will give little kids candy they put like candy and little presents in the shoes if the kids put it in the window so shoes and christmas are just super tied together like there it's in so many cultures like across all of it if you start to look into it it's little kids getting like candy and stuff like that in their shoes bufana does it too at the epiphany puts candy in the kids shoes my parents used to say like when the three wise men, when it was like almost the date that the three wise men made it to Jesus, was like, you gotta leave your shoes by, I think, I can't, I'm watching this up so bad, because it's been forever, but it's either by the door or by the Christmas tree, I don't know, it's just leave your shoes out close to where your gifts are so you get extra shit so that's the same thing Bafana's day is like the epiphany eve, and she would come down the chimney and like, yeah, put put candy in the kids shoes so was it the three wise men that were supposed to be putting stuff in your shoes yeah got you got you did you guys get frankincense and mar and gold (laughs) all right like little stocking stuffers nothing comes to mind but there you go well the three wise men came last year on the Epiphany for Felix and gave him 25 bucks. That was cool. He he didn't have shoes yet, but, you know, they just hand-delivered it to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the Yule Lads. Um, so they have been softened up, and, like, they will now give, uh, you know, candy or different little treats into the kids' shoes. The naughty children um, get coal in their shoes, I believe, um, where, you know, back in the day, the Yule Lads probably, like, abducted them and fed them to their mom but you know now you just get like coal like no, fuck you guys they're well no these guys used to be into well some of them because you have to remember there's so many there's but there. yeah but like so some of them were just like mildly annoying while other ones were like straight out like fucking psychos so it just really depends and the interesting thing is is that they're kind of like base i i can try these names, but you know I'm gonna get them wrong. But I can at least give you the English translations. Yeah, let's, let's, let's hear the Icelandic translation, the, the Icelandic versions. Okay. Well, anyway, um, I will try maybe like three of these before I give up from butchering these so bad. To be honest, I should have really tried to study these with like Google Voice or something to have. Yeah, but I didn't. So here we are. Um. Anyway, but their names they translate into English basically what they are is like what they did so like you have um steely you have like spoon yeah basically I feel like these are I wonder if these are like the inspiration for the seven dwarfs you know uh yeah because there's spoon liquor spot 
pot scraper, bowl licker, door slammer. You know what I So it's just like you can see where I mean like they there's some of them are just like dumb and annoying. Uh, candle stealer. Hey, that's a that's a fucking finger cutting offense. Sausage swiper. <laughs> I mean, we all know it's the food, but still. So here's the interesting thing about these guys, and I believe for Gryla too, is like they start to actually like descend from the mountains, December eleventh. December eleventh through the twenty fourth, because at least with the Yule lads, they come. Uh, one at a time. So each day would bring a different Yule lad, and they will hang out in town for thirteen days. Sucks. Yeah, it's just like tomorrow's another one. It's only getting worse. Yeah, and it's supposed to be the fucking holidays. Like you're already having to just deal with enough, and now you have to deal with these little fuckers. Come on. Anyway, so we have Steck Jarster, Steck Jarster. <laughs> I have no clue how, how you say this, so I apologize if I am offending or annoying somebody with this, but the English translation to their name is um, Sheep Coat Clod. I'm going to assume that somebody's swiping either the sheep itself or the wolf. Harasses sheep but is impaired by his stiff peg legs. Now he comes on December 12th and he leaves December 25th. Um, from what I read, like back in the day, um, Icelandic farmers would keep their sheep underground, like below their home or something like that. Probably to keep them warm in the winter. I don't know. Kind of like, like an underground garage. Gotcha. So they're in the sheep basement and this asshole would get into the sheep basement and probably like kill them, I'm assuming. Um, or steal them. Or steal them, yeah, and do fucked up shit like that. I mean, probably what was really happening was like a wolf or some other kind of pest was probably getting in there and like fucking the livestock up, but you could hear it. And so I think like part of this was like when the kids would get scared, they'd be like, oh, it's the Yule lad. Like, you better be careful before he gets that you. He's going to go. No, sorry. That's still scary. Okay. So Ricky's just going to give up on trying to get this right because he's doing a worse job. Icelandic, uh, accent. It's just, it, it escapes me. So, okay. Number two is Jilly Jagger. I don't know why I'm listening to Ricky. I'm not going to keep trying to butcher these names. Anyway, so our next one is is gully gawk who hides in gullies i don't know what the fuck a gully is what's a gully google it google it quick um so he waits for an opportunity to sneak into cow sheds and steal milk he shows up december 13th and he leaves on the 26th and so part of what i saw okay but part of what i saw was like he would like also like hang out in your house and then kind of like slink off to find your cow and like or steal your milk and stuff like that which was a little reminiscent of the sabrina episode because the yule lads are invisible and just like infiltrate their house and just start fucking shit up and they're just kind of like everywhere and so it did kind of remind me of this one because of that um, our next friend is Stubby, who is abnormally short. I wonder if I am related to him. He steals pans to eat the crust left on them. And he shows up on December 14th through the 27th. But also, I think this was a big deal because, like, pots and pans were, like, expensive. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, I mean, they're still expensive. I would be really fucking mad if this little asshole came and, like, stole my cast iron. Or even just my other shit that's all, like, stay the fuck out of my kitchen, asshole. I mean, I want new ones, but not because some little asshole, like, little tiny short dickhead, like, stole them to eat fucking leftovers. Anyway, so we have Stubby, who I shouldn't be talking so much shit because kind of sounds like he's my brethren. Anyway, we have Spoon Licker. Does anyone want to guess what Spoon Licker does? He steals and licks wooden spoons, and he is extremely thin due to malnutrition. I can't lie. I don't know this dude's backstory. I only looked at a few of them Um, because for some reason, like, I feel like these fuckers are just as annoying as the neighbors and Edward Scissorhands. Like, it's a little infuriating. It's a great movie. No. The, movie. Okay, it was... You guys were about to learn that she fucking... I fucking hate Edward Scissorhands. Okay, so we're going to pause on Gryla and the Yule Lads for a second and just, just talk about how fucking the, shitty the that movie that is. I fuck that movie. First of all, what fucking color is Winona Ryder's hair? Like, what is that? That is what happens when you try and go platinum from having your hair dyed black, okay? Like, no. Terrible. First off. Second off, I think that the actors that played the neighbors did a fantastic job because it took me quite a few times to try and watch that in its entirety because they pissed me off so fucking bad. But then, like, when I finally did get to watch the movie in its entirety, which took forever and it was, like, an actual effort to try and do, that's the ending I got? That's it? That, uh, fuck that. Fuck that movie. What, anyway. What kind of ending were you expecting? Like, like oh, he gets hands? Well, no. But, like, I don't know what I was expecting. And her character kind of sucked anyway. Whatever. Okay, moving on. He should have just kept trimming hedges and shit. What else? Well, that's what he ends up doing. Well, he shouldn't have been, like, involved with her in the first place. Like, her, she had bad hair. Like, that should have been his first fucking fuck, warning. Fuck him for loving Winona Ryder. Yeah, fuck, fuck him. him. Fuck that whole movie. Anyway, I'm sure everyone out there is agreeing with you, but I know that there is someone else out there in the universe that hates that movie. You know, if this were going on the regular episodes... I'd probably be getting like hate mail. You're getting like a nice mixture of both. But for the Patreoners, you know, just just let us know is is Shauna like justified in her hatred for Edward Scissorhands, or is she a like a like, weirdo? It, no, is she just like an uncultured swine <laughs> that is? I wouldn't go far as to say it's a cinematic masterpiece. It's just a good movie. I disagree, but that's okay. You know what? It was just depressing, and I'm not into depressing shit, so there's that. So, instead of talking about depressing shit, let's talk about, like, fucking mischievous little trolls that, like, kill shit and eat stuff, because that's not depressing at all, right? right? Uh, So, we talked about our short dude. We talked about the guy that's, like, kind of starving and stealing wooden spoons. I bet there's a sad story behind that, speaking of depressing. We have Pot Scraper. He steals leftovers from pots. I think him and Stubby probably have some really sick-ass sibling rivalry going on. He shows up on December 16th, and he leaves on the 29th. We have Bowl Liquor. He hides under beds waiting for someone to put down their their bowl. Um, it's a asker, which is a type of bowl with a lid um, used instead of dishes. So basically, he's waiting for some like lazy ass teenager eating out of Tupperware to like 
put their Tupperware on the floor, I guess. And then he steals it. I really don't love the fact that like he's just chilling under the bed. He's that demon like don't dangle your foot because he might think it's Tupperware. Okay. Uh, So he shows up on December 17th and he leaves on the 30th. We have Door Slammer. These fucking assholes don't even leave on Christmas Day. No, well, they show they show up, they start December 11th, and then they stay for 13 days. So the first one, the, the sheep dude, our, our sheep friend, leaves on Christmas Day. The rest start kind of trickling out afterwards. Um, we have Door Slammer, who likes to slam doors, especially during the night, waking people up. And he it comes on December 18th and leaves on the 31st. He sounds like an asshole don't fuck with my sleep anyway we have scare gobbler which scare I'm, i don't know if i'm saying that right but basically it's kind of like yogurt and so he basically just has an affinity to yogurt and so he'll just steal it and he shows up on the 19th and he leaves january 1st now we have sausage swiper uh who is not swiping your sausage in a nice way he hides in the rafters and snatches sausages that are being smoked i just feel like there's so many perverted ways to take that statement but i'll just leave that all for you guys december 20th to january 2nd window peeper so he's a he's a wow okay anyway i'm gonna pretend i didn't hear that he's a peeping tom that shows up on yule december 21st and he leaves on january 3rd we have doorway sniffer has anyone noticed that these are progressively getting more and more kind of like perverted and weird doorway sniffer huh um anyway what he does is he has an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell in which he uses to locate different kinds of bread what the fuck does that have to do with sniffing doorways? Okay. Anyway, so he shows up on the 22nd. He leaves January 4th. Then we have Meat Hook. Oh. Okay, now I feel like we're getting to crazy shit. Anyway. Fucking like, like 1980s horse. Yeah, that's like exactly where I went. But it says he uses a hook to steal meat. And he's December 23rd to January 5th. And then last but not least, we have Candle Stealer. He follows children in order to steal their candles, which were once made of tallow and thus edible. He shows up on Christmas Eve and he leaves on January 6th. The funny thing about Candle Stealer is after we got done um, recording our astrology episode, we started reminiscing about Days of Green Man Pass. And we actually talked about how one time Monica was accused of stealing someone's candle and it was this big to do and we were like Monica's like the candle queen what the fuck does she need your candle for like stealing another employee's yeah um, candle anyway it was hilarious and chaos ensued I think uh, I will turn that into some type of green man fan fiction based on truth so that it is so ridiculous you won't know what is real and what is not because the whole story is ridiculous but i will save that for another another story time um but those are the yule lads and i feel like what we kind of went over and what they did was pretty pretty mild but i think we can kind of take this as like they're more softened up um approach to things so i think that they were you know you can kind of like look at what they did and see how that was probably worse back in the day but also i just want to kind of point out like they were definitely used to intimidate children and they still kind of are but now they're kind of like a little bit more friendly but one thing that was talked about 
when I was researching them and Gryla is kind of like the origin story and where they came from and we talked about it a little bit with like the sheep one the sheep 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 coat clod sheep coat clod when we talked about him I talked about how it was probably a wild animal getting to the livestock and I'm like you could hear it so they needed to kind of come up with something else to say but part of it with Gryla stealing and eating children was because a lot of kids would like leave their house at night for one reason or another and then they would never come home and so it's just like you can kind of see that but you know like Christmas used to be pretty fucking savage most holidays I think everything was really savage and we're just slowly softening it up maybe anyway I don't want to get visited by Gryla or the fucking Yule cat or the Yule lads like it is a hard pass on all of that huh the peeping Thomas welcome welcome. it can can peep on Ricky anyway so (laughs) that is Gryla and the Yule lads it was a really interesting um tidbit of christmas and and yule folklore there's definitely a lot more information out there on them um maybe at a later time maybe next year i can really kind of dive deep into each of the yule lads but there's just there's a lot of information on them and they do have their own like individual information and story um but they were pretty cool and so this is one of those things where you know again like the sabrina show brought it to my attention and even though their portrayal was very inaccurate i just want to say because i get caught up in that where i'm like oh that's not right um i have to remind myself to get off my high horse once in a while because it's still like a good way to start to find information if you want to get off your butt and research it um which is exactly what i did so i'm actually very appreciative of the show for kind of shedding some light on something for me or kind of pointing me in a direction to find my own light through it but very interesting very different from the show i enjoyed that episode as well it's a a spooky christmas episode which is nice because everything's very hallmark usually and this is something where i don't i don't feel like anyone ever wins in that show you know what i mean it doesn't give you the warm and fuzzy so if you need something spooky definitely watch that check out gryla and then after you do that kind of think about what you've learned here about gryla and the yule lads and get creeped out and hope that someone buys you some new fucking clothes so that yule cat leaves you the fuck alone yeah just just one a single choney a single choney all right guys i hope that you enjoyed that uh merry meet merry part and merry meet again